All right, welcome back to our third segment today of Solid Steps Radio. Thank you for listening. Uh, we are show for men by men, and we are talking about a very man-centric topic today. We're talking about pornography, so if you've got little kids around, uh, you might want to check us out later on on our Facebook page on the podcast. It's commercial-free. You can go to facebook.com forward slash Solid Steps Radio. You can go to soundcloud.com. Just type in Solid Steps Radio. You can go to furtherstoneministries.org. And you'll see the radio button. You click on that. We're talking to Jake Kissick today. Uh, and we are talking about pornography and all the ramifications of it from a phys- physical standpoint, physiological, how it changes your body. And we've just talked the last segment about how your brain literally gets rewired when looking at pornography. And these poor little helpless little rats, they were given the opportunity to either choose food <laughs> or dopamine. <laughs> And they chose dopamine, and these rats died starving themselves because they were addicted to dopamine. And if you think that's not any kind of uh, effect on us as men looking at this stuff, then you're fooling yourself. Yeah, you know, as as church leaders, Chad, we, you know, God has called us to speak the truth. God has called mm-hmm. us to be men who communicate God's truth. And uh, so, Jake, it's awesome to have you with us. And um, you you're with Crew. Yes. Um, a minister of Campus Crusade for Christ, mm-hmm. and uh, you've been with Crew the last what couple years. Yep, and uh, you're, you've had the opportunity to really share this really around the country. Yeah, doing workshops and seminars um, because of your you, you, your master's degree is really zeroed in on uh, porn and the church and yes. our response and what we need to do about it because yeah. we live in a culture right now where this is destroying relationships. Yeah. Yeah, it's been an incredible opportunity to go all around the United States and as well um, con- making connections with Josh McDowell Ministries and as well Fight the New Drug is one of the leading voices out there right now. Check them out online at Fight the New Drug. They, um, talk, uh, exclu- they, they talk a lot about the effects of pornography on the heart, on the mind, and on the world and um, talking with them about becoming a, as well a presenter to middle school and high school age students. Um, to present the topic of pornography from a, a standpoint of its devastation that it kills intimacy and kills love. Mm. So, so Jake, talk about, um, in between the break, you talked about uh, cocaine and uh, pornography and the studies between, you know, they, they looked at the brain. Yeah. Talk about that. Yeah. The, so a little bit of background information on that is that crack cocaine and, and being addicted to pornography or sex addiction is that there are uh, incredible parallels between both of the worlds. And it's called the triple A, the triple hook of addiction. Uh, the triple A is that pornography is accessible, it's affordable, and it's anonymous. And within that, you can not just is not just are those things that will continue to make it in- incredibly, um, lucrative and pursued because it doesn't cost anything. You can do it at home and it, it's ever changing. But the crazy thing about pornography that's different from a crack cocaine addiction is that with crack cocaine, you hit a limit where you can't do any more crack cocaine. Now, pornography addiction is vastly different and vastly more destructive because there is unlimited, there is no natural, it's called a satiation point. If you drink too many beers, you're going to get drunk and not be able to hold one more bottle of uh, Bud Light, and you're going to vomit and you're going to lose pass it, out or and whatever. You're going to do a lot of dumb stuff on the way, but you're going to hit a point where you cannot go anymore. 
Same way with crack cocaine. Either you're going to overdose or you're going to pass out from the amount of cocaine you had. Same way with fatty foods. You're not going to be able to continue to get down the 15th uh, you know, French big fry, run, right? right. <laughs> you just can't do it. And there's a satiation point. Pornography, no satiation point. There are guys who have looked at plus 10 hours of pornography at a time. And there is no satiation point. And there because that is the, because that's true the amount of dopamine that continues to be dumped into the body rewires the brain and when studies were done this is one of the craziest studies I, I researched it was done in Britain and they let some kind of crazy stuff happen over there but they sat guys down and they had them uh, snort cocaine with their brains um, looking at their brains and as well they had men looking at pornography and they were hooked up to where they could see their brains. Now, in the midst of this, as crazy as this study is... Man, I got to tell you, that, I bet they didn't have a hard time finding volunteers for that. <laughs> Can you imagine that ad? Do you want to snort cocaine and look at porn at the same time? Is that what they were doing at the same time? No, it's not at the same time. They had two two different groups. Oh, one yeah. was snorting cocaine, the other one that was looking at pornography. Jeez. And so that was not done in the United States, but they did it and the findings were were insane. They looked at the brains and they showed that there was almost an identical, an identical um, result that happened in the brain. And the, with the dopamine rush, it looked the exact same. And so pornography, as I said, if you don't get one thing from this, pornography is a drug. It affects the brain, but it's, it's worse than cocaine in the psychological sense because it literally rewires and it holds on to you. And the there is there is as we talked about first exposures to pornography, you're really scared and there's fear, initial fear. But that fear of then getting caught within the addiction, you're always afraid. You can't have solid steps. You cannot have solid steps. You cannot walk a line of integrity if you're always afraid of like, man, what happens if people find out? And so why pornography holds people captive is because they're afraid. They look at things that they're afraid of that they never thought that they'd see, be interested in outside of an addiction whirlwind, and yet they continue to be aroused and there's no satiation point. And so then they become ashamed as well. They get really ashamed of the things that they've done, the things that they've seen, the things they've done to themselves, to others that maybe even have been done to them in the midst of their addiction. And what ends up happening is these guys these guys get addicted to pornography and isolation this is the main thing is that isolation is the power behind all addiction especially a pornography addiction as it rewires the mind just far worse than even cocaine does yeah and so you know jake when you're talking when you're talking this i mean this is this is so destructive in the in the marriage yes because a man is now going down the, the the road of of away from his wife. Yes. And, and when he is hiding this, he's living in secrecy, and he's being um, you know meeting his own needs in this way. Uh, he's going to pull away from his wife, and his wife will know it. Yes. And uh, yes. And, and and of course, the enemy wants none of this to be talked about. Yep. Yep. And and what happens? it leads to destruction yeah and the effect of in 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 2000 in the year 2000 um there was a study done on the effect of what pornography does just on relationships 
We're not talking Christian and secular. We're talking what effect overall does pornography have on relationships? And they came up with five big conclusions that were holistic across the board. Now, number one, just like you said, Kurt, there is a dissatisfaction with real partners. This is over a six-week study where people were looking at porn and then the control group was not looking at pornography. And there, for those who were looking at pornography, there was a dissatisfaction with the real partner. That was finding number one. Finding number two was that there was a perceived that there was a perceiving that promiscuity was normal. They perceived promiscuity as being totally normal. And this, the third is that there's a there's an increased feeling of loneliness and depression even within the relationship See, that that is such the lie of the enemy because yeah. the enemy the enemy says this is good it's, ex- it's exciting it's exhilarating it's gonna it's gonna help you it's gonna be so joy-filled it's gonna be give you all that you are looking for and that yet this the scientific research says the exact opposite, opposite. the exact opposite yeah and that's, at least it leads to loneliness it leads to depression it leads to discouragement because it never satisfies. Never satisfies. And what was the last? Co- how many of those did you cover? Those five. <laughs> the, the these are the last two. The other okay. the other two are are pretty scary. Is that there's an increased aggression towards women? Mm. Why is that? Ninety percent. So the top ten watched videos for pornography right now. Ninety in ninety percent of those videos, there is aggression towards women. Slapping, pulling, hitting. Um, Pinching, being violent towards women, and in all in all of those videos, the women responded either neutrally or positively towards aggression. So, does pornography warp the way that you think about people? Wow! You better believe it does. Mm. It increased aggression towards women. Not just thinking that it was okay. It actually caused men to be more aggressive towards the women that they were that they were sleeping with, and. That's insane because the bottom one is the most is the most bone chilling is that there was a minimization of rape as a crime. They were asked these people were asked in the midst of the study, wow. do you think that rape is a crime? And if so, how many years should somebody spend in prison? And those people who were watching pornography, there was an a, a bottom line minimization of rape and the amount of time that should be spent. So it doesn't just it doesn't just change the way we view women it changes the moral code in which we think we should deal with the consequences of our own actions towards women wow and and uh the the absolute devastation on families yeah is wow I'll tell you what, we're going to take a break. And uh, just so you know, if you just tuned in, uh, the past three segments and, and continuing into the fourth, we're going to talk a little bit more about this. But there is hope. There is hope. Okay. Is we're hope. talking about the devastation of this because yeah. it's important to talk about the devastation of it. So luckily in the next segment, just maybe a little bit, but in the next week's episode for the entire hour, we're going to start unpacking some of the the hope that is available with all of this because if you don't know the, the the detriment that this can cause then I don't know if you know how great the hope it can be as well Yeah. so and, and I want to challenge everyone who's listening right now uh, ladies if you're listening I, you know I think you should ask your husband about about this topic and it may go into a where place you've never been with your in a conversation but you know what it's better to expose it than to not just keep it in the dark and, and if you're listening to this maybe forward this episode on uh, next couple weeks to a father with who has boys or anyone you know 
who says, boy, you know, they really need to hear this, which is basically everyone. So we're going to take a break and be back on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to our fourth and final segment of today's show of Solid Steps Radio we're with Jake Kissick, uh, who is an expert in porn. Not in that way. <laughs> Not in the bad way. Uh, he is an expert in regards to, he has studied the effects on pornography on your body. And, and we're talking about that the past hour. And uh, if you are someone who has kids, uh, I got five boys at home. And this is one of my biggest fears in life, uh, that there's things I can't control that they're going to find. And uh, pass this along to parents, if you're grandparents, uh, pass this along to your husband wives and have that conversation. Or if you know your best friend, say, hey, listen to this. We're talking about pornography and all of its detriment. You know, Chad, it's, it's also about we got to prepare our kids. We cannot protect yeah. them from every piece of pornography that's out there. No, but what, what we have to do is prepare, and we have to communicate and talk and train and help them. And Jake, that's what you have had the privilege of doing the last couple of years with Crew. Yes. And 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 you know, just when I think about Time Magazine doing on the on their featured art, uh, you know, on the front page uh, a few months back, the whole thing on porn. Yeah. And and the church has got to speak into this. Yes. This is this is golden opportunity for the Church of Jesus Christ to communicate because it's this is will destroy not just Christians yeah. but this is this will destroy whether you are a law a, a person who knows and fears God or not um, this this will destroy us yes and Jay we were talking on a break man about uh, we were talking about some of the uh, more you were reading some stats what are some more of those yeah stats? so the stat so like you're saying it is something that time magazine's writing about and as well something that we have to be talking about because the impact of pornography on society barna did a study and they said we want to know what impact people think that pornography has on them and on society um this this question was what is the impact of pornography on society by gender so there were five responses and I'll give you some percentages that were that were astounding. The five different responses were very negative. People thought that is very negative on society, somewhat negative on society, neither positive nor negative, somewhat positive and very positive. So there are people out there, there's a percentage of people out there who would actually say that pornography is having a positive effect on society. Though minimal, they're still out there. So the, the greatest amount said that it was very negative. Women said that 50, 57% of women said that pornography has a very negative effect on society. Men, 36%. Next percentage, somewhat negative. Women said 20% of women said it was somewhat negative. So, and, so, so when you're saying this, women would say negative and very negative. It's way, it's over 75% would say this stuff is rotten. Yes. Yep. 77%. Yep. And men are at 58 percent. So the so the majority of men and women say that pornography has a negative effect on society. But that's a little bit at an arm's distance. Let's bring it a little bit more personal. How does pornography really affect men? 36 percent say it has a negative effect. Here's one statistic that is one of the one of those that that men, if you're listening right now, and you're sitting there and you're like, nah, pornography does not affect me and my psychological well-being or my physical well-being. Well, go back to 1990. 
1% of men under the age of 25 years old suffered from ED, erectile dysfunction. 1% of 25-year-olds. And so this is when, in the 60s, right? Pornography's only been around for about 50 years. In the 60s is when it started. So just a few years after that, only 1% of men under the age of 25 suffered from erectile dysfunction. In 2014, that same, uh, they did a, another study asking the same question. And how many people do you think in 2014 would be suffering from erectile dysfunction? 24%. Of under 25? Of under 25. That's One in four. So if you don't think that your buddies who are addicted to pornography, because this study, though it wasn't, though they didn't attribute it to pornography, if you if you just look at the statistics, it's two plus two. There, as pornography has went up, so, so has the rate of so is the rate of erectile dysfunction. Back in the '60s, there was only four strands of STDs. Now there's over 24 strands of STDs with all the promiscuity and all the different brokenness that is now coming in. Like pornography is literally causing guys to not be able to get, uh, to not be able to have sex with their wives. And so here's the crazy toxic side of it is that within the addiction, there's shame, fear, and arousal. We, j we just got done talking about that. And within that shame, fear, and arousal, you are, the guys are ashamed that, of what they're doing and what they're looking at. They're ashamed of the fact that they really, that, that, uh, of, the, of the darkness of what they're in, they're afraid to tell their wives that they have a pornography addiction and they want to be aroused by their wife, but they're ashamed of the fact that they can't be. And so rather than speaking and saying, babe, this is what's going on, they say, babe, I, I know there's one thing that always gets me aroused, pornography. And more now than ever before, we're seeing that men are introducing, Cosmopolitan has it on the magazines front, like spice up your sex life with pornography, try different things that you, you see in pornography in real life. And what ends up happening is then women get addicted to pornography and there's so much bondage mm. and there's, there's just so much shame because the woman knows it's not right. But she is in the vortex of giving and giving and giving, and a man who does not step up the plate, name his own, name his own, uh, his own struggle with pornography, and get help, because there is help and there is hope in the midst of all these statistics, in the midst of all the destruction, all the depravity that happens within the world of being addicted to pornography, how it affects you, how it affects those you love, how it affects society, your brain, your heart, and society. There is hope, but man, the devastation that it can have. I could, we could spend all uh, this week and next week talking about the devastation of it and study after study and going into even what Time Magazine did from a secular perspective and the rest. But there is, there is an absolute hope in the midst of this, but it, you have to know the devastations that it caused because it is impacting us in more ways than what we can count. Wow, that's, um, <laughs> you know, uh, there is hope. G give us, uh, I, we're going to talk about this next week, Jake, but give us, uh, just give us a nugget of hope. The yep. Bible says that hope deferred sickens the heart. But when, when we have hope, man, it, it leads to life. Yeah. Yeah. The, the hope is that, yeah, as we said, we're, we've talked about the brokenness. But Jesus is the one who's come and he has assumed, he has taken, he has taken our sexual shame and the things that we have done 
the things that have been done to us, maybe sexual abuse has been done to us. Jesus has taken on flesh. He has taken on that shame and said, whether you've done it to others, you've done it to yourself, or whether it's been done to you, I have taken your sexual shame and I have nailed it to the cross. And I want to invite you into life, life with me. I have taken that shame that you do not have to bear it, that you can be transformed as you believe in, in, in the person of who Jesus is and the work that he did because he transforms us. And even from a scientific perspective, there's a thing that's called neuroplasticity, which means the brain changes. We, we can revert back. We can not just revert back, but there can be an incredible changing of the mind. The mind, yes, it re can rewire to be more geared towards brokenness and addiction, but given time, the brain can actually change. I call it biological sanctification. The Lord has made us <laughs> and he has designed us in such a way where no matter how broken we are, no matter how far we've gone down into darkness, he says there is still hope. Your brain can change. Not just your behaviors and your brain, your heart can as well change as well. But Jake, you, you've, you've, you said in between the break, and we've talked about this before, yeah. um, that you and even just you and Jesus can't do this by yourself. Yeah. This is not just you and Jesus, and we're going we're gonna to unpack that uh, next week. Yeah. But uh, I can't believe we're out of time, brother. All right. So, uh, so we're going to wrap this up today, and uh, we're going to have another show next week ab about the hope and the help and the power of of Jesus and how how we need to work together as the body of Christ. Um, but brother, would you would you just pray for our men? Yeah. That we would be men who would uh, would be awakened and understand the power and the devastation of this, and then pray that pray that Jesus would be the the one who would would help us. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's pray. Um, God, thank you that you are the God who sees and you are the God who hears. Um, God, thank you that you know and you see our brokenness um, at the depths. And God, you say that you are the one, God, who can take that. And why we were still yet broken, addicted to pornography and addicted to um, our own getting of our own um, things that we want um, God, why we were still broken and walking hand in hand with the devil. God, you came and you died for us. And so, God, would you deliver hope? Mm. God, there is, there is um, hope in Jesus and in the power of your family. And so, God, would you raise up men um, who name their brokenness and as well call forth your beauty and transformation um, through uh, through this family um, called the body of Christ. And so, Lord, would mm. you do that? Bring forth your hope, usher forth your Holy Spirit to minister comfort and as well convict um, the hearts and the minds of those who are listening and bring forth the hope that only your son Jesus provides. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So if you've been listening this past hour, you should be a little bit disturbed, a little bit afraid. Um, and you know what? But there's hope. So we're going to bring back Jake next week, and we're going to talk about the next week about what do you do with this? What do you do if you're a man? If you're listening right now and you're a man, you know you're addicted to pornography. Today can be the day of freedom. Yes. Today, not tomorrow, today. And by doing that, you can literally pick up the phone and call someone. You can reach out to us here on the on our Facebook page and just say, I'm a porn addict, and all of a sudden, you've now exposed the darkness. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And it can happen. So next week we're going to talk about that. How, what do you, what do you do? Jesus plus you is not enough. That's a statement that makes people feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. because all we hear is Jesus and me is enough. We're going to talk more about that next week. So we thank our sponsors, Carol Rogers, Carpet One, LNN Credit Union. Jake, thanks for coming on, buddy. We're going to yeah, talk to you next guys. week on Solid Steps Radio.